So hello, everyone, and welcome to the RPG Academy podcast Twitch channel. My name is Michael, and we are here tonight for another The Sample Adventures, though we are totally cheating this time because there actually isn't a sample adventure in this core book. Uh, so I just wrote a small little adventure for us to run through tonight. It will very much be a kick the tires on the mechanics sort of thing. Um, if you can't tell by my obvious uh, layout is we are going to be playing the new Marvel Multiverse 616 role-playing game. I had a chance to play test it at uh, Gen Con this year. Superheroes is generally like my second favorite genre of RPGs. I absolutely love them and I'm always looking for new ones. And uh, I'm excited to, to play this one tonight. Joining me tonight, we have first Brian. Brian, say hello to everyone. Tell us who you are and then tell us who you're playing tonight. Hey, I'm Brian Kurtz. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. I am um, a mental health provider for youth and a good friend of the RPG Academy, fan of all that they do. Um, like to have fun with these guys and have rolled dice with several of them. And uh, I am tonight playing Kamala Khan, also known as Ms. Marvel. Fantastic. And then also joining us tonight, we have Kaylee. Same thing for you, Kaylee, who you are, where the people can find you and who you are playing. Hi, I'm Kaylee. I go by she, her pronouns. Uh, you can find me on the interwebs at Anime Girl, uh, especially Blue Sky. That's where I'm moving to right now. The author just gave us a really nice, uh, nice shout out. So I appreciate that. Thank you, Matt. Uh, you can also find me at rainbowdragonprince.com, which is me pimping out my store. And tonight I am playing Doreen Green, Squirrel Girl, the best of Marvel heroes. Excellent. And then next along the line, we have the Caleb G. Same thing for you, sir. Who are you? Uh, who are you playing? Where can we people find you? All that kind of good stuff. Uh, well, I was just introduced by Michael, so I'm, I'm not going to do that part again. Uh, you can find me on the interwebs at the Caleb G. You can hear me every Tuesday night over on twitch.tv slash identico, alternating where we alternate playing Chaos Incorporated and Neon Trails are two actual plays. And that's it. That's all I do. Fantastic. All right. And then rounding out our uh, crew tonight, we have Chris. Oh, oh I'm oh. playing Matt Murdock. I'm oh. playing Matt Murdock, the Daredevil. Daredevil, yes. Again, <laughs> I, I need to pay better attention. So, so Chris, now to you. Hey, everyone. I'm Chris. <laughs> I go by he, him pronouns. I'm... I've uh, been part of a couple of these sample adventures by now. You can find me on on Twitter still at sky underscore writer 19 at no. Yeah. at. Uh, and tonight I am playing uh, Gwen Stacy, Gwen Stacy, AKA ghost spider. Excellent. The Marvel basically uni multiverse game here is the newest version of the Marvel superhero RPG. And it essentially, as it says, is a multiverse. So we're just going to say that we are in a comic book universe where all of these characters are known entities. They are known to each other. We will determine if maybe they are friends or friendly, but at least when you run into each other, there won't be that classic, who are you? Let's punch for a little while before we become friends. We don't, we don't have time for that tonight. The, the basics of the 616 system is this. Whenever you're trying to do a thing that requires you to roll dice, you're gonna roll three D6s one of which needs to be different color, different shape, different size, you know, do something so that you know which one that one is. And then that one is your middle die. So um, if you have one of the cool Marvel dies like I do, you will notice that it's, it's one through six, but the one says Marvel. So if you roll, were to roll all sixes on your D6s, you would have an 18 total. 
but that is not what they call a fantastic or critical success. If you have a 616 with that one being on your middle die, you do have the best result. It still counts as an 18 because the one counts as a six, but it activates that fantastic result, which is kind of like a critical hit. Um, I think calling it fantastic success makes no sense. We're going to call, call it a marvelous success because that makes more sense. Uh, and that will often activate your abilities. Please don't sue us, Marvel. Please don't, no. At least not for that. So as far as your characters are concerned, you have a rank, and that is a sort of a loose approximation of how powerful your character is in regards to other characters in the Marvel Universe. I believe all of you are like rank maybe two or three. I don't think anyone's higher than that. Um, like Captain Marvel is a rank six. Random Hydra agents are probably a rank one. You're going to have health work kind of like hit points in any other game. If you get punched or thrown into a building or someone hits you with a ray gun and it's going to do damage, you, you are going to subtract how much damage I do from that total. If you get to zero, you're going to go unconscious. You have focus and focus is a resource that you can spend to activate certain abilities. Um, I don't have all your characters memorized, so you're going to have to help me here, but you may have a power that if you want to do a thing, it incurs a cost of focus. My understanding, and it, with all these sample adventures, I'm learning the rules, so I may screw them up, but my understanding is you have to spend the focus before you roll, and a failed roll still costs you that focus. So if you want to activate a power, you spend the focus, you roll. If you hit, great. If not, then you still spent that focus. Uh, you also have karma. Probably only have a couple points of it. Karma is another resource that you can spend in the middle of the game to refresh certain things to give you some more hit points back out, you know, like inside of combat or before you would normally get hit points back by resting, that kind of thing. Michael, I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Is focus listed on the character sheets anywhere? Yes. If it's underneath the health. If you look at your picture of your character to the right, oh, you oh have my God. health focus. It just bit me. I'm sorry. It was a snake and I just got bit by it. So, at least I knew um, where the focus was. Shut up, Caleb. If you look at your, um, your stats for the game, you have a melee or melee agility, resilience, vigilance, ego, and logic, which of course spell out Marvel if you look at the first letters. You're gonna have an ability score and then a defense score next to each other. So if I'm attacking you, uh, that is basically my target number. And you also have a non-combat check bonus. So if you're doing something outside of combat that's related to one of those, it will tell you what your modifier is. Below that, you have your damage track. Uh, we're gonna cover this quickly and then we're gonna jump into the game. So you have a damage track for melee, for agility, for ego, and for logic. And it will show you the Marvel die and then give you a multiplier. So for example, I'm looking at uh, a bad guy here and they have a melee attack of Marvel times three. So if I were to hit you, so I roll my 3d6, I get a 17, let's say that's high enough. Uh, whatever my Marvel die is, I'm going to multiply that number by the multiplier, in this case is three, and that's how much damage I will do. If you get a 616 result, that six count, or that, that one counts as a six, so that multiplier would be six times the multiplier, which in this case would be three, which is 18. And then you might also have an additional modifier, which is in that other box. Uh, it's usually just one, two, or three, so, you know, it could be multiply or marvel die times three plus two so if you're attacking me that's the information i'll need you to give me i made a melee attack i got a total of 17 i'll tell you if that hits or not and then you'll say my marvel was a two 
a multiplier is a two. So that's four. After a couple of times, hopefully we'll have figured it out. We'll get there. I think that's all the basic stuff we need to cover. Does anyone have any questions? All right. And again, we're learning as we go. We're going to make mistakes. If questions pop up, pop up, we will absolutely cover them. All right. So we're going to start in the same order we went through our introductions. We are in a typical day in New York City, at least the Marvel Comics version of New York City. We'll say it's early fall, maybe even say middle of September. 70-ish degrees, blue skies, a few wispy clouds. It's, it's an absolutely beautiful day. Uh, the cacophony of sounds that you would experience in New York and some of the smells are wafting around as you go about your day. So Brian, just give me a couple minutes here. Tell me what Miss Marvel is currently doing this day. You can be wherever you want her to be, but near Central Park would be best. Absolutely. So Kamala is not in uniform right now, and she's... um. She is uh, taking a little jaunt away from her hometown of Jersey City. Uh, so she is actually um, walking around Manhattan a little bit. Um, she has been told by her parents that she should be thinking about where she'd like to attend college. She's heard that Empire State University has some programs that she might be interested in. And so she's just kind of, um, you know, walking around some neighborhoods and uh, imagining herself a few years older and perhaps this being uh, where she, where would be uh, the place that she'd call home. Okay. So just a little bit lost in maybe your own thoughts, exploring the sites mm -hmm. of the city. Excellent. Yep. All right. So Kaylee, same to you. Where do we find Squirrel Girl today? Well, Doreen just got out of class, so it, it's lunchtime. She stopped at a hot dog vendor for herself and the one of the one of the cinnamon roasted almonds vendors, uh, because Tippy Toe obviously needed some sort of uh, nut based nutrition. And she is currently walking towards Central Park for one of her favorite trees to sit in and just kind of watch the world go by as she eats breakfast. Fantastic. Because she skipped breakfast and it is the most meal, important meal of the day. It is the most important meal of the day. Absolutely. No matter when you have it. That's why you have pancakes for dinner sometimes. Absolutely. All right. That brings us to uh, Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Daredevil. So what is uh, Matt Murdock doing today? So Matt was in the office doing some work on some cases. Uh, he's not in court today. He was just meeting with some people and doing some research. But he decided to get up and stretch his legs, and they took him towards Central Park, and he sat down with a pretzel, big ol' yummy New York pretzel, and and mustard. Mm. Is there mustard on his tie now? No, there is not. Just checking, just checking. You're okay. All right. And then finally, Ghost Spider. Gwen is walking through the park, just kind of listening. She had just got out of band practice for an upcoming gig. And she's just kind of casually, um, she has her drumsticks out and just kind of uh, just tapping to the rhythms of the Central Park. Fantastic. So a little bit of time will pass, not enough for you to have moved too far from where you initially described yourself here. And then Suddenly, out of nowhere, you hear a loud crashing sound that comes just to the side of Central Park. Central Park. Now, I will share the only thing I know about New York City is when I play the Spider-Man games. So my knowledge of New York City is based solely on that game. But I know in that game, 
there is a place where these roads converge. So there's a road that basically follows along the side of Central Park, and then there's another road that runs parallel where these roads will intersect. That is where the sound is coming from. I'm just going to assume that being heroes, each of you will start to make your way there. Uh, and however, if you want to change on the way, that's absolutely fine. But essentially, you're all going to arrive at about the same time. And what you're going to see is that there are three armored cars that apparently have converged on this same location, uh, whether that's coincidental or not, but three of them, but basically all were at this intersection at the same time. Then a group of AIM agents, you would recognize the B-suited yellow clad agents have attacked these armored cars. There's two, or excuse me, there's three groups of two and each two has attacked one of these armored cars. One group has a gravity gun and has shot one of the armored cars and it is currently floating about 10 feet off the ground. It is slowly circling. The doors are open and the money is starting to fall out. Another of these armored cars have been, has been shot with an ice ray and it is essentially frozen in place. It's slightly, the back end slightly higher than the front. The doors are open and money is starting to come out the back. And the third one has been attacked with a fire gun. And there's a bit of like molten asphalt where they had sunk down into the ground. The wheels have basically popped from the heat. And again, the back doors are open and money is just trying to be flung out. At this point, we're going to go ahead and roll initiative. As far as environment, there are other pedestrians. There are other cars. Uh, there's probably sounds of sirens, people coming along the way. But as far as you're concerned, of essentially, we're dealing with at least six AIM agents that you can see, maybe more in the trucks because it seems like someone's throwing money out the back. Okay, so we are going to do initiative and initiative is a just a, a, a check. You should have an initiative modifier listed on your character sheet. Again, it's to the right of your um, character. If there's an E there, that means you have an edge. Edge is kind of like advantage. If you're familiar with D&D, uh, &D, you get to re-roll any one of your dice if you would like. Um, during the game, you might end up getting trouble. Troubles like disadvantage, you would have to re-roll the best of your die. Uh, the one odd thing here is if you roll a one on your Marvel die, even though it's not a six, it counts as a six, that is the one you would have to re-roll if you have a trouble because that would basically cause you to get a critical hit. Okay. For the most part, we're just going to roll these together. We're going to add them up. And if anyone gets a marvelous success, you get to go like, it's like a bonus round. You would actually go before we jump into the regular initiative. So let me know if anybody has one of those. Matt has an eight. Ghost Spider has an 18. Wow. Miss Marvel? 11. And Squirrel Girl. Jumping from tree to tree, I would say Doreen arrives there on a 13. Okay. Yay, the visually impaired ones last. <laughs> Well, you didn't want to litter the the trash yeah, no, from your no. your pretzels, or are you still this, holding it? No, this is when the mustard gets on my tie, Kaylee. Oh. You didn't let me role play. <laughs> you ruined it. Sorry, we did say we we're gonna role play around food tonight. I forgot. And uh, you, I'm I'm assuming you have a red tie on, and now you have the yellow mustard, which is an homage to the red and yellow yeah. costume. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Cin cinematically, the the mustard makes a very ev evocative splash that looks like a D. So when when I do it, I ruined it for you. When he does it, it's just like <laughs> yes and. I see how I this is, Caleb. You're in for it tomorrow night. He yes anded me. Yeah. Uh huh. 
Yeah, you, sand. Yeah, you interrupted. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Ghost Spider, you were actually the first to go. So again, the scene was set as I described it. If you have any clarifying questions, absolutely, I'm happy to help you do that. But basically, you have at least six AIM agents that you were working with, uh, groups of two, one group. Each group has a different gun, gravity, fire, and ice. What would you like to do? I would like to focus on the gravity truck, and I am going to, like, as... She kind of uh, gets that uh, that spidey sense of like what's uh, uh, of the the ray guns going off, mm-hmm. and uh, so she kind of uh, takes a quick uh, d- uh, duck behind some bushes to uh, to uh, switch uh, into her costume. Okay, and then just uh, will web sling. So again, for anyone listening, we're not using maps and minis tonight. You do have movement scores for your characters. The numbers are essentially squares. So think of five foot increments. So like the the aim agents have a speed of five, which means they can roughly move 25 feet in a round. We're going to play very loosey-goosey. You're superheroes. You can pretty much get wherever you want to within reason. So I'm going to try to web trap the the truck back to the ground. Okay, so you're going to like try to pull it back to the ground so it's no longer in the gravity? Yes. Okay. Web trapping is agility check. Not fantastic. Um, oh, uh, 13? Okay, yeah. So this would be technically a non-combat check. So you okay. would use that third square under your agility. So with the 13, that is not high enough to overcome the power yeah. of this uh, gravity gun. So basically you've webbed the truck to the ground and it probably has compressed and brought it a little bit closer to the ground, but it wasn't enough to break through the force that's that's kind of still hovering around there. Yeah. Go ahead. And I'll actually say that you also, as you were maybe flipping through, you got to look inside. Uh, there is a small uh, sort of robotic, almost I'm thinking like a, a survey droid from Star Wars, like a little circle ball with arms that are, is what's inside the truck throwing the money out. So it's just like a little animatronic droid thing just throwing money out. So you hear a little doo-dee, as you're swinging by at one point. What are you? So that brings us to Squirrel Girl. So you would have seen Ghost Spider swing in, uh, web the, the armored truck. It didn't quite do what you think they were trying to do. Uh, what would you like to do? Starts to get dragged. <laughs> well, obviously she needs a little bit of help. So Doreen is tearing along the treetops of Central Park. She vaults over the wall and lands uh, doing the superhero pose on the webbed truck. Looks over at Ghost Spider, gives her a little wave, and then down at the AIM agents and says, this is not appropriate behavior for the middle of New York City. My friend here is going to take you to task and you should surrender now before she beats your butts. I'm using inspiration, which is one of my powers. Okay. So I'm going to make a fo- I'm going to make a roll to do that. So I spend focus, correct? Yep. And do I have to, what's the uh, the roll's probably on the power. I probably should have read that part. Yes. So if you're doing inspiration what that is going to do is it gives um Oh, it's just it, I don't think I have to roll for it at all. It says power set none, prerequisite none, action yep. standard duration one round. So you There's no one, check for it. One ally of your choice gets an edge on their next check. So they would get to re-roll one of their six. They actually get it on all of their checks until the end of their next turn, according to the book. So that's going to be Ghost Spider, because she's the only one I see here. Okay. 
So just remember the ghost spider. So until the end of your next turn, which also like if you have a reaction, like if one of them attacks you, you would also get an edge on your reaction if you were to do something with that. Yep. Okay. All right. It is now time for the aim agents to go. Uh, so since there are only two heroes currently visible, I'm going to focus on you. Uh, we are going to start with the gravity gun. Uh, we are actually going to try to shoot Squirrel Girl with the gravity gun. So that is a total of a eight. I'm going to guess that misses your agility defense. Agility defense, that misses me by a mile. All right. So uh, basically the, the aim agent that has the gravity gun pulls it up towards you. It's like, you know, this big, overly large, almost looks like a giant Nerf kind of gun. And a, a bluish bolt goes past you, zips. It probably hits like like a potted plant on a building next door. And then you see that potted plant jump 20 feet in the air is now hovering just above where it was. Doreen doesn't chastise him, but Tippy Toe, who's on Doreen's shoulder, chitters very angrily at his disrespect for the plant. It is justified, absolutely. And then we will go with the ice uh, is actually going to shoot at Ghost Spider. So the ice gun. I'm on fire tonight. Uh, that's a five. So I'm going to guess. That's your problem. That it's an ice gun. That's true. Uh, message you now. I believe you have a reaction as a spider. You can like dodge. If anytime you're missed with an attack, you can choose to move. If I'm correct, I know some of the spider folk have that. Uh, spider dodge. Um, uh, the attacker has tr um, trouble on the attack. Uh, if the attack misses, the character can leap in any direction at their jump speed. Yeah, so I missed anyway, so I didn't need to do the trouble, but yeah, the, the, you need to remind me on that in the future. Uh, so you Will can do. choose if you want to move. You basically get a free movement as a reaction. You don't have to take it, but if you want yeah, to, I'm you, just... you only get one reaction unless you have the other combat combat reflexes, which gives you an additional one, because uh, I do have one aim agent left who might be attacking you in a moment. Which I don't, so I'm going to just save it for later. Okay. So yeah, so the, the fire gun is now going to shoot at Ghost Spider as well. That one I probably will use the reaction. So, so I'm going to reroll my trouble. With the trouble, I actually rolled better, but you take the worst result. So you mm -hmm. take, same thing, if you have an edge, you reroll, you take a better result. So that is going to be a 15, 17 total to hit. That misses. So, whoo. okay, good, because that was going to lose a lot of damage because I rolled really well on my Marvel die. Okay, so again, the gun comes up. All the guns look exactly the same. There's just like a slight color differentiation between them. Uh, there's got like, like a cool red line along the side. A blast of fire comes out. Now, do you dodge out of the way or did they just miss? Like, how do you see in your head why, why you weren't engulfed in flames? So as uh, Ghost Spider is kind of wrestling with this, uh, with the uh, floating truck, she doesn't jump out of the way of the ice one, but uh, as the fire one is almost going, uh, like she's in a, a direct path, she'll leap out of that, trying to uh, um, use the the truck as like a leverage point. Okay. To uh, swing back. All right. Uh, and then we will say that that potted plant that's floating 20 feet in the air just bursts into flame as this firebolt hits it instead. <laughs> This brings us to Miss um, Marvel. All right. I uh, would like to extend an arm to try to disarm one of these. And I think actually I'm going to go for maybe the uh, fire gun. Uh, that okay. seems like the one that is uh, maybe going to be most destructive. 
So I'm going to use my extended reach too. And uh, that gives me a reach that's 10 times normal. Um, and so I'm going to um, to try to do that. I don't know. It doesn't say that there's like a particular skill associated with it. Uh, what would you say sort of I should do at this point? So I would say I will let you choose. You could either do an agility to like try to yoink it out of their hands, or you mm -hmm. could do a strength if you wanted to try to like hit it so that they would drop it. And then uh, that would depend on how I would roll to defend. Well, Got I actually know you would just roll to hit. I, you just whichever one's better for you, I would guess. Yeah, agility. Um, it's gonna be better for me. So I'll go ahead and roll. Okay. Not great. It's uh ten total. Okay, so unfortunately that is not higher than my defense score. I'm not 100% sure how the rules would play out there, but since you just missed, we're just going to say that you missed. Uh, they're able to kind of dodge out of the way. So as your hand comes down, you just don't connect, uh, but you've now drawn their attention. So the fire gun is now pointed at you. Yeah, I think I misjudged the distance and sort of like just sail right by the, the gun. Mm -hmm. My apologies again. So um, the way that... Because again, we're not using maps and minis, but when it's your turn, you have a move and you have an action and you can break those up. So if you have like 30 feet of movement, you can move 10 feet, do an action and then move 20 feet. So if you wanted to describe yourself moving now somewhere else, you can. Again, it's all kind of loosey-goosey. It doesn't probably matter yet, but if you wanted to, you could do that. Okay. All right. And then that brings us to Matt Murdoch. All right, so Matt, who is disgustedly throwing his pretzel on the ground after uh, the explosion caused him to spill the mustard all over his, his tie, his favorite tie, his lucky tie, is now going to walk over to where this is happening. And uh, what is the public doing? Has the public all run and scattered? Are they cowering? Like, what else is in this scene here? A surprising number of people have just pulled out their phones and are watching and recording. Uh, way more people than make sense. But again, this is New York City and Marvel Universe. This probably isn't that unusual. So, they, you know, they, they've fallen back like 20 to 30 feet, but there's, there's definitely enough pedestrians around. People are filming it. Uh, there aren't any currently civilians in the line of fire, as it were, uh, in danger. Though there are drivers in all the armored cars. So there's one floating, one in ice, and one that's really hot. They don't appear to be in immediate danger from that either. They're just kind of trapped. Uh, but yeah, there's a few people around, but no one's like hanging off the side of the building in danger yet. Okay. So yet. I am, yet, I am going to address the crowd. Maybe step up on a park bench or something and try to encourage everybody to get out of the way, uh, give the heroes some room. My goal here is just to prevent collateral damage and also try to eliminate any hostages that the AIM agents might take. Okay. So is this an ability that you want to try to use or are you just going to make like a strict ego check? It's not an ability. It'll be an ego check, but I do have a trait of public speaking, Okay. which gives me and edge on ego checks. So you'll roll your 3d6 and re-roll the lowest and take whichever the better result is. So you could roll a one into a two, but it still would be better at that point. Okay, so I got a four, one, five, but I wanna keep the one on my Marvel die, right? Because right? it counts as a six. Okay, so I'll re-roll the four and hope it gets better. Yep. It's worse, so but I don't have to take that. Right. 
So this is actually a, because that one is a six, 16. 16, and it is a quote unquote marvelous success because you had the marvel on the middle die, correct? The, the yes. one, yep. So they said that's like a critical success. So yes, you absolutely nail this. Now, I'm not going to have you do the entire thing, but is there a particular phrase or maybe a short burst of sentence you want to actually role play here, you saying? Hey, everybody. Hey, I, I, I know you want the views for the tickety talks, but we don't want these AIM agents taking you hostage. So get the heck back, you kids. Uh, there's a, again, there's a, there's a bunch of like murmurs going through the crowd. I'm, oh, I'm shaking my cane. I'm also shaking my, ah, you kids get away from the danger. <laughs> so there's like, you know, again, people are listening. People are going to start falling back to getting to a more secure location. They're still going to have their phones, but you hear a couple different people sort of like voices calling out from different places. And one says, Hey, I know that guy. And another person goes, he's cute. Yes, I am. Thank you. So that brings us back around to uh, Ghost Spider. I am going to try to grab because uh, the the aim agents still have all the the their uh, ray guns. Yes, uh, and the and the money is continuously being thrown out. So there's a giant pile of money that is being collected, basically in the dead center of this place. So that is also happening. Ghost Spider is going to try to grab at the the fire gun, uh, gun again okay. um, to help out. So you're going to like try to web it out of their hands or you're going to try to web it down so that it can't be used? I'm trying to grab it out of uh, whoever's holding it. Okay, hand. so you're going to yoink it out of their hands, basically. Yes. Okay. Just going for the yoink. So um, this will be an agility defense, so you just need a 12 or higher to successfully do this. Okay, yep, and it's a ranged attack. Oh, yeah, I do have an edge. One better, okay. I wasn't that inspiring, apparently. <laughs> Got a lot going on right now. It's uh, true. 11. And range is, range is off of agility? Yep. Okay. And so you'll add the ability score to that? Or wait, or is, no, that's the, okay, that's if we're doing damage. Right, right. So, like, so table, what, let's so. say your agility was three, you would add three to that. Okay. Total, that's an 18. 18. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, the aim agent is just a regular person. They don't, they don't have anywhere near the strength that you do. So there's no, I'm not gonna make a defensive row. You hit you classic comic book style. You web the end of the gun and then pull it away. And all of a sudden the guy's just standing there holding an empty hand. Uh, you now have the gun. You can have it in your hands. You could have it, you know, stuck to a wall somewhere else. What do you want to do with that gun? I'm just like whipping it back and having it like, uh, splat uh, against the wall and just uh, it's webbed out of reach. Okay, perfect. So, and that was the fire gun, correct? Yes. Okay. Did your parents tell you uh, not to play with fire like that? So, do you want to move? Do you want to stay where you were? I'm going to uh, start to make my way towards the the pile of uh, bots or the money uh, to like. Okay. So in, in my head, essentially where the three trucks converge, it would be like in, kind of in the center is where mm -hmm. the money would be between all three of them. All right. Uh, that brings us to Squirrel Girl. So seeing all this uh, and with Gwen kind of getting out of the way, Doreen jumps down off the truck and grabs the webs that are 
still holding this thing from floating too high. Okay. And she will use her uh, mighty strength to basically take the webs and grab the truck and just start swinging it like a lariat. Okay. And then bring, kind of bringing the angle so when she brings it down onto one onto possibly a small group of the aim troopers, one or two of them, the open door just kind of catches them and the whole thing pancakes enough that goes into the ground to capture them, but not injure them. Okay. Yeah, she's a hero, you know? So it's like you're trying to take a spider outside. You put the cup down and then... Yes. Okay, so okay. A bee in this case. So I, I'm going to say this <laughs> is going to still be an agility test for you. Okay. There is like a, you know, classic RPG. There's like a numbers equal how difficult things are going to say be. I'm going to mm -hmm. say this is going to be a 15. That's a pretty good roll. Um, that's going to be 14. That is a 17. All right. So you are able to exactly do what you wanted uh, have happened there. So my question, I didn't clarify, are you trying to capture the two that had the fire gun and now don't, the two that have the gravity gun or the two that have the ice gun? Which which two are you trying to the capture? The two that have the ice guns. Okay. So the two... Gravity gun, they just lift themselves off the... <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but yes. Okay. So yeah, so the, the truck comes down and at least for the moment, the two ice aim agents are completely out of the fight. Tippy Toe runs up the truck, look, looking down through the window, and looks back at Durian and gives two little thumbs ups. Excellent. All right, so that leaves us back with our aim. So the two ice are going to do whatever they're doing inside the truck. You're not going to be able to see that. The two that have that had the fire gun pulled away are going to pull um, some little gadgets from their pot from their pockets, or they almost have like a utility belt. So they have both pulled these little. They look like. I don't say grenades because I, I don't give, they're not grenades, but they're like spherical objects. They have two in each hand, but they don't do anything with them yet. Uh, and then the two with the gravity gun are going to fire at Miss Marvel because you try to knock it out of their hand and they're now turned towards you. So they're going to make a ranged attack against you. I'm just on fire tonight. That is a seven. Miss. I'm guessing it's not going to hit you. So yeah, all right. So again, they they shoot the gravity gun. It's going to miss. It hits like a mailbox, like or like the uh, the Daily Planet little newspaper box behind you. It shoots up and is now floating roughly twenty feet off the ground. All right, that brings us back to you, Miss Marvel. I think I'm going to stilt step uh, over so that I'm um, basically in the fray because I want to start having a punch out with these folks. Like okay. I think that it's entirely too disruptive. Um, so this is a, a power that I have that basically it doubles my run speed and climb speed. So I think narratively, maybe this just means that I sort of like get to close range with, yeah. with these folks. So like they're going to have to um, engage with me if they want to um, keep causing some mischief. All right. Are you going towards the two with the gravity gun or the two that have had the fire gun? I think, I think the gravity gun, I think I'm uh, these, th those are the threat right now. That's okay. who I'm headed for. So, yeah. So easily uh, you, you know, I'm more familiar with Mr. Fantastic, but basically you make these long mm -hmm. sort of striding steps mm -hmm. and then you sort of, whoop, and then now you're right in between both of them. Would you like to make an attack? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's a that's um what I'm gonna do is um I actually have an attack that's called a reverse punch. So if you are let me read it here, but basically um if I am in uh close range or um if, if I make a close attack, 
I can't, I make a close attack with an edge on an enemy uh, because basically what I'm doing is reaching past them and punching them from behind. <laughs> okay. It's like the old boomerang attack, but it's exactly, your that's exactly what it is. Um, so I will go ahead and use my reverse punch. Uh, this is, uh, has a cost of five focus associated okay. with it. So I will mark that off and Please make do. my roll. 13 for my melee attack. That will hit their defense is 12. Okay. So what was the result of your Marvel die? What number did it show? Four. Um, and then my multiplier is three and then additive of two. So that is 14 damage total. Okay. So aim agents have a total of 10 health. So you absolutely KO this uh, mook. They crumbled bonelessly to the ground. I will assume you did that to the one that was holding the gravity gun. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So the other one who was standing there looking in the, again, their beekeeper sort of outfit, looking at you, looking at their friend, looking at you, looking at their friend. Is there anything else you'd like to do? I think at this point I would say like, and let that be a lesson to you. All right. So we cross back over to Daredevil. There's still one girl in the background going, call me. And she's trying to like throw her number at you. Five, five, five. Eight, six, seven, five, three, three oh, nine. nine. All right. So I, I I want her to have written her number on a like a really crappy napkin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she tries to throw it, but it just flutters through the wind. But Matt, with his amazing senses and skills, who is running towards the battle at this point, catches it perfectly, just flutters right into his pocket. And then he is going to go towards that other aim agent that did not have the gravity gun. Okay. The one that wasn't just knocked out by Ms. Yep. Marvel. Yep. I'm still in my civilian gear, but I'm I'm taking a uh, I'm taking a stance here as a civilian trying to save the other civilians, uh, like kind of again yelling at him to to get away and stop what he's doing and then also punch him. Okay. So you're going to not do anything overtly super heroic, but you're just stepping in as a citizen's arrest sort of thing. Yeah. Citizen's arrest kind of thing, but I'm kind of disguising my attack as I'm just, you know, I have my walking stick because I am visually impaired, but it's going to accidentally connect with him very solidly. All right. So are you going to use any particular attack or just a straight me? Because I'm pretty sure you have some attack options there. I do have some attack options. I will use the leg sweep attack option, which costs five focus. Mm -hmm. I make a close attack. And if it succeeds, they are knocked prone. Excellent. And you do still do damage in that case. Yes. So that is 12. 12 is enough. Okay. So what is your Marvel result? My Marvel result was a two. My multiplier is a three. Uh, With my uh, ability mod add of two, that should be a eight damage. Okay. Okay. But they are knocked prone because I spent five focus to do that thing. All right. So again, uh, aim mooks have 10 health. I'm just going to say that when he hits the ground, he does that other two and he's going to get knocked unconscious as well. So he's also out. Some of the attacks... Again, for the audience, um, especially the ones that you spend focus, sometimes will do additional damage, like even full double damage if you do like a marvelous success. So some of those, like, so imagine you get a six on your 
multiplier, you can actually end up doing quite a lot of damage on some attacks. But there's a, there's a, that's one of the mechanical things I'm still not 100% sure about is you have a wide sort of variance of how much damage you can do, which is cool, but I'm just, I needed to play more to know if I really like it or not. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that brings us back around to Ghost Spider. So both Gravity Gun people are out. Both Ice people are out. The two Fire people uh, no longer have their weapon and they are holding these sort of spherical objects. They look like some sort of device. What would you like to do? I would like to do some uh, webcasting to see if I could just sticky the, like get the, the ball stuck to their hands. Okay. Because I'm assuming it's it's probably going to be thrown at us, at me, at this whole area within the next couple of seconds. Gotcha. So I'm going to make a range attack on one of them, unfortunately. Oof, there's my luck. So I got, because the one on the Marvelous die counts as a six? Yep. Okay, actually that's 16. Oh yeah, absolutely. So again, it's just a regular so, move as far as strings. So yeah, you've you basically web them up as much or as little as you want. They could be full like mummified, or it could just be like and just their hands are stuck to their side. However, you want to see that. But essentially, you've immobilized them. They they are not going to be able to do whatever they were trying to do with those devices. Okay, yeah, because uh, since the on a fantastic success, the enemy is also pinned. So yeah, I'm just mummifying them up at least. Uh, neck down. Okay. All right. That brings us back to Squirrel Girl. There's only one active participant left, and that is uh, one of the other fire people with their devices in their hands. What would you like to do? I think Doreen's just going to walk, like jump down from where she was, just kind of walk over to him and look at him kind of sadly. It's like, you probably should give up at this point. I, I, I mean, your friends are down. You're not hurt at this point. You just drop whatever that is, you know, without them being armed or whatever. And we'll just, we'll call it a day. We can go get, we can go get some nuts. The nut vendor down the street is wonderful. Tippy Toe loves them. I'm basically going to try and talk him out of the fight. I'm guessing using, can I use ego for that? Uh, Yeah, I think you actually have an ability, don't you, to try to gain people's trust? Uh, No, I have inspiration. That's it. I thought I have, I have traits for glibness and honest. Uh, yeah, I think those as well, like the, if you're trying to gain someone's trust, I think the honest actually gives you an edge if you were being honest with them. Yeah. So you would have an edge on this roll. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to take this low die, which was a two, reroll it. Okay. Uh, I wish that uh, three of a kind was here, uh, <laughs> anything important, uh, but that's a 21. Okay. Five, five, five. And I have a six ego. Yes. Uh, so... This person, they have like an existential crisis of faith. Like they've just they've just reevaluated like every decision they've ever made. You know, like I need to get back in therapy, and they just sort of like sit down and they're you know just trying to figure out their life. Doreen will sit with him and like put an arm around his shoulder and like pat. You know, you know therapy is a very important part of healing, and we'll just that's a whole thing. Okay, so as you're doing this you hear the sort of like a screaming sound, not of like a person, but like a something moving very quickly through the air above you. All four of you turn and look, and someone that you would recognize as Adrian Toombs, a.k.a. the Vulture, is essentially f- 
flying in and down. They are going to take a device as well. They're just going to throw it. It's going to hit right where that money was. And this device is going to just pop out almost like a giant ball of like bubble gum. And there's now this big pink ball, all the money's inside of it. And that ball just starts bouncing like a giant rubber ball, like flubber. It's like gaining its own momentum and starts bouncing down the road. So we have Adrian Toombs there. We're going to stay in the same order. We're back to Ghost Spider. What would you like to do? That's not something you see every day. In New York, you do. In this, in this New York, it's not that unusual. That's, that's true. I'm going to sling chasing after chasing after a, a vulture. Okay. Um, yeah, he is continuing to fly. He's going the same direction that the uh, the bouncing ball is as well. But you're he's definitely within range if you want to try to like you know classic whip him and then be pulled behind him. Yeah, uh, definitely. I'll definitely do that. Okay. Do you want to try to stop him or just like tag along? Tag along right now. Okay. Uh, there'll be a web grab then. Seventeen. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah. And uh, this is the, again, the classic comic book version, not the Marvel cinematic version. So he looks like he's just wearing like a green leotard with feathers. Oh, okay. So, so you've whipped onto his foot and just like, yoink. And now you are really flying behind them as they are flying away. All right. So that brings us to Squirrel Girl. So you have, you this person, they've, they've changed their life. Like you've absolutely brought them to a, to a good place. They're centered and they're just, they're better off than they were. Unfortunately, the money and the vulture and the technically ghost spider are now flying down, I don't know, first street that away. What would you like to do? I will hand him what's left of uh, my, my nuts that we had, I had tucked into my coat and give him another pat on the shoulder. And then I'm going to take off running or kind of doing this like jumping bound down the street. Mm-hmm. I'm chasing after the big, uh, the big pink ball of money. Okay. I believe you're going to stop it before it hits people. Power, correct? Uh, I have jump one, which okay. lets me jump at my move speed, but in any direction. Yep. So. Okay. So you're not going to be able to capture it first, but if you want to make just like an agility check to see how well you do as far as trying, like, trying to get in position. Yeah, uh, I got to try and catch up to it. it. It's like flubber. It, it, it is gaining momentum. So its bounces are kind of hard to uh, like, you know, calculate. Because it's not it's a following nine. A, a normal so. trajectory. Yeah, it, I, I'm I'm trying to plan it and like kind of bouncing off walls at, right behind it, trying to, and it's it's going crazy. So I don't I don't make a lot of headway, but I'm keeping up with it probably with a nine. Basically, yeah, you're keeping up with it. You can see where it is. It seems to be going in a pretty well straight direction. Uh, so you're not going to get lost for the moment. Cool. All right. Um, so we no longer have any aim agents that we're worried about. So that brings us to Miss Marvel. All right, so I think so. Miss Marvel's gonna take off running after this uh, bouncing ball, using her stilts uh, steps to sort of you know run faster. I think that what she's going for, and she's gonna try to communicate to Ghost Spider or Squirrel Girl or both of them that she is going to try to position her hand, uh, embiggen her hand into essentially like a giant catcher's mitt. And maybe one of them could propel this blubber ball somehow into her hand so that she could catch it, whether they whip it with a web or 
a flying squirrel girl kick or something. Uh, I think I have absolutely, I've totally forgotten the daredevil is even a part of this, but, uh, he, you know, he could surprise me. Well, you may not even know cause he's in Matt Murdoch. You probably don't True. know his secret identity. So I mean, uh, I may yeah. very well not. He's just random, like helpful citizen stand in number two. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. So that's what that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm kind of positioning myself with an embiggened uh, giant hand to to try to catch this thing if someone can propel it into me. I'm open. I'm open. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, and that brings us to Matt Murdock. So I have just seen the 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 big giant bouncy gumball. I've seen the three costumed heroes take off after it. So the one armored car. Is upside down over the two aim agents that had the ice ray. Correct. The two that had the gravity gun are knocked out. Correct. And the two that had the flamethrowers were talked One down. One is webbed and pinned. The other has changed their life for the better. Gotcha. 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 Okay, cool. So, all right. I am going to uh, go help the drivers. Okay. I'm going I'm to try to help the drivers out, make sure they're okay, make sure they have my business card in yep. case mm-hmm. you need to pursue some legal action for damages uh, against AIM in general or against uh, their employers for having such easily heistable, uh, he- heistable armored cars, not having the right safety measures in place, not having anti-supervillain technologies in place. You, yeah. you would think that we need that. Especially in this day and age, this happens like every Tuesday. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure everyone's all right. Give them my business card, and then uh, maybe go talk you, to that girl who said I was cute. You you hear another voice in the crowd going, "Hey, that guy gets around pretty good for someone who can't see." <laughs> Just to kind of move things along here, we're gonna say that the bouncing ball continues to make its way down uh, New York for, for a little while. We're going to give enough time that if Matt Murdock wants to, to rejoin, he'll be able to. But basically, Ghost Spider is being pulled behind. Miss Marvel and Squirrel Girl are running behind, and you're, you're trying to chase it down. It doesn't seem to be doing a ton of damage where it hits because it is so rubbery that when it hits even buildings, it's not really crashing into them. It's just gaining momentum, and it's jumping. And each jump, it seems to be getting a little further and a little further. Eventually, it's going to get to the points where it's on like a... a, a dock side warehouse so again classic spider-man video game is the place where all the cargo ships come in and there's just all those different cargo uh, trailers are just stacked up everywhere it lands one final time and just stops so all that momentum and energy has just dissipated Uh, and as you arrive uh, ghost spider still being drugged by adrian tombs who should stand up except for otto octavius himself this is our Final climatic battle against Adrian Toomes and Doc Ock. So we're going to re-roll initiative. Again, Caleb, if you want to jump in as Daredevil, whether it makes sense or not, you can be there because that's just the way it works. I really want Murdoch to like swing in as Daredevil with a climactic kick off of his swing line. So Okay. So Michael, I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. I rolled a 616 for my initiative. Can I give hey. that to Caleb? Because his victorious arrival in costume sounded amazing and i'd like him to come in whenever he wants to i don't see any reason why you can't okay caleb tell me what you rolled and i'll take that i rolled a 10 i'm sorry but thank you that's a 12 total with my initiative modifier so 
come in whenever you want. You've got a, uh, and you take my, uh, the edge too. So, oh, cool. All right. I think uh, you get an edge, right? For, and when you get the 616 for initiative, you can come in. You actually, you technically, you get a bonus round. Like, like he can come in oh. before anyone else gets to go, and then oh. he still gets to go on his initiative turn. Oh, oh, can I, can Daredevil show up like right before the other three show up? Yeah, there's no explanation for how that works at all. Oh, yes. none at all. None at all. But as, well, I'll let everyone else get their initial okay. scores. I'm so, so, sorry. so I'm sorry. So what is your actual number, Daredevil? It'd be eight. It'd be uh, 18 plus whatever your number is. Oh, 18. So 18 plus one is 19. Okay. Miss Marvel, what's your number? 13. World Girl, what's your new number? 12. And Ghost Spider? 14. And I'll tell you that Doc Ock has a 15 and the Vulture has a 14. Uh, my standard is that good guys get to go first. All right. So that actually means that, uh, oh, one thing I will tell you that um, Vulture has damage reduction. So the way damage reduction works in this game, he has damage reduction one. So if you hit him and do damage, you subtract one from your multiplier. So if your multiplier is like, you know, Marvel times four against him, it would be three. So that's how okay. it damage is uh, reflected in the, in the damage reduction. All right, so Daredevil, you get your amazing, nonsensical, but excellent comic book entrance. So what do we see? So Doc Ox, is, you know, he's got his four arms on the ground, uh, two are up, and he's just sort of looking on as you are coming towards him. And, and this is classic Doc Ock with the green jumpsuit yeah. and the orange briefs and the glasses. Yes. Okay, so is he monologuing too? Uh, well, he's actually confused because um, you get the feeling that this was part of the plan, but Vulture screaming in with Ghost Spider being drugged behind uh, was not part of the plan. So gotcha. he is sort of somewhat disoriented at the moment trying to figure out what exactly is going on. And in, in that disorientation, while he's trying to recalculate his plan, uh, Daredevil swings in on the swing line from his billy club uh, coming from like around the corner of a warehouse, like almost Oceanside, mm -hmm. and then swinging around the docks and coming down superhero pose between Doc Ock and the bubblegum ball of money. Okay. And hey, they, they say cheaters never prosper, and I'm pretty sure this money isn't yours. So go home. That was a terrible one. That was so bad. I just wasted my extra round. I'm so sorry. Shame on you, Doc Ock. Shame. You then get to go because you still have the top of the initiative order. So then I am going to assume an attack stance, which says I enter an aggressive stance ready to strike in any direction, standard action with concentration. So I'm not going to... Uh, move to engage, but I will strike up a defensive pose. Uh, like I'll split my billy club in half and have it one in each hand. And I'll take that uh, stance of being ready to respond to him, tombs, or any other thugs that show up. All right. Sounds good. Uh, so Doc Ock will go. Now that you have made your presence known, he looks at you and says something about uh, possessions, nine-tenths of the law, that you probably don't know how the law works. So... He is then going to, he's basically going to try to clobber you, which is one of his powers. So it costs me 10 focus and I get to make a close attack against you. 
if I am successful, I do damage. If I get a fantastic success, you are prone. And basically I have, you know, trapped you with my claw hand against the ground. Okay. Am I using my, and I'm using my melee defensive score? Well, actually I would let you pick because I think it normally would be agility. So whichever one's better for you. Agility is definitely better. That makes sense. I'm at a 13. All right. I am at a 17. But it is not a, uh, so you're not prone, but he basically does damage. My um, Marvel die is a three. So that is going to be, and his, his modifier is six. Oh, so that is 22 points of damage as he basically smacks (laughs) you with his claw. Ouch. It's a little different when you're fighting the superheroes versus the game guys. Yeah, definitely. All right. So go spider. So you are still being drugged behind the vulture. Vulture is basically circling around and is about to land down next to Doc Ock so they can both face off against everybody. But you are currently still in the air and you're currently being drugged behind, but you can let go. You can reattach yourself somewhere else. Again, you're in this like dockside cargo. So there's like the big cranes going around. There's probably cranes currently moving and lifting different containers. There's stacked containers all over the place. What would you like to do? As I'm holding on for dear life, I'm going to try to web grab uh, the the crane, like the top of the crane, to just kind of like try to force him into a circling movement instead of just... So like, to... you're trying to anchor the vulture down? Yes. Okay, yes. Perfect. 15? All right, yeah, 15 is going to do it. Is there anything on your sheet that talks about the strength of your webs? Like if you're... Pinning someone, does it say what how tough it is? Because he has uh, mighty, which means he is stronger than a normal person because his suit gives him that power. I just want to see if there's any way to compare those to each other. Breaking free from webbing requires a melee check. Target number 20. Okay, so I will give him that check. So I'm actually going to do as an agility because he's like going fast to see if it will snap it. Uh, but uh-huh. that, that's going to be very hard for me to get to. So you probably got him, but let's see what happens. Yeah, I don't get anywhere near that. So yeah, so you you basically anchored him. Uh, so he's flying and then he's, he starts doing the thing again. He's like a, like a fly that's on a string and he's going to start going in circles really fast. He will be able to recover on his turn, but for the moment he is doing that. Uh, however, it is now his turn. Yeah. He is going to try to do a flyby fast strike. Oh no, he, he's going to do a flyby chain strike against you. So I spend five focus and if I hit... And if, if it's a fantastic success, I get to hit you again. And this is open-ended. So every okay. time I get a fantastic success, I can Ooh. just keep hitting you as he's fl- flying by. But I could miss or I could get a regular hit. So we'll see what happens. Uh-huh. Well, that just sucks. Uh, no, I didn't even get near. No, we're near a hit. I think I got a, I got a five. So, no. Okay. Yeah, nope. So basically he comes at you. He's trying to use his wing to like clip you, but you dodge out of the way. And he is still anchored, which is going to limit his mobility. Uh, that brings us to Ms. Marvel. All right. So, Kaylee, this is uh, up to you, but Ms. Marvel would like to propose a fastball special um, with the Squirrel Girl. Uh, so I think at this point she would say, hey, SG, do you know what a fastball special is? And she's going to sort of um, uh, reach out towards you with uh, her, one of her elastic arms Um ready to sort of slingshot you towards Doc Ock's face if you're game. Uh, player, 100% game. Squirrel Girl, I think, would react to that going, I don't really drink, I'm not old enough, but, I mean, we could try doing something after this, maybe pancake. Oh, I, oh, you're gonna throw, okay, the thing, and the, okay. <laughs> 
So there's an actual rule for a fastball special. Oh, okay. We are we are not Colossus and Wolverine, but um, you know we're the we're the heroes that showed up today. On um, page thirty-one, fittingly enough, in the combat section, next to the picture of Colossus and uh, Wolverine. Hmm. I think legally they own that move. Like you have <laughs> yeah, to pay them. Yeah. Right, so you have to fast, pay them now. Fastball special: an ally throws or fires the character at an enemy, and the ally succeeds on their agility check. Effect: The character makes a close attack at the enemy they were thrown or fired at. If the attack is a success, the enemy takes double damage. If the attack is a fantastic success, the enemy takes triple damage. So it sounds like the throw just happens. So Scorgirl doesn't have to do anything other than say, yes, that's what we're doing. And then Miss Marvel needs to make an agility check to ensure that you basically go where you want to go. Assuming you do, you would then make your melee attack at close range. Well, because it says the ally throws or fires the character at an enemy and the ally succeeds at their... So so the ally is the person who's throwing. Correct. Mm -hmm. So that would be Ms. Marvel. No, Squirrel Girl, I thought you were throwing Ms. Marvel at them. No, No. on Ms. Marvel, I was using my elastic powers to basically slingshot Squirrel Girl. That was my confusion. I thought Squirrel Girl was throwing Ms. Marvel. So yes, my apologies. So yeah, so... Brian, you would make the agility check. And then I do the attack. Correct. That, that's why I was confused. I had the throwee and the thrower confused. All right. So my agility check is a 16. Absolutely. So, yeah. So Squirrel Girl gets thrown directly. At, I'm assuming this is Doc Ock, right? Yeah. Doc Ock's face, I think, right at his face. Okay. So now Squirrel Girl would make an attack. Um, and if you get a fantastic success, if you get any success at all, it's double damage. A fantastic success, it's triple damage. I'm going to use Clobber. With my super strength ability. Which should give you um, an edge. I forgot because I moved off of that page to look up fastball special. I'm just imagining this is sort of like this immense ball of fur that's hurling at this bespectacled, you know, face with a terrible German haircut. So if the attack is a success, the enemy takes regular damage on a fantastic. The enemy will take double damage and is not prone. Okay, <laughs> so so that that would basically make your multiplier would just go up by one, the way that. So he would take stack. quadruple damage if I get a fantastic and and be not prone. Yes. Okay, not quite. It's going to be still, I think, a respectable hit though. So that's eleven fourteen, plus I'm using agility, so that would be seventeen. That will hit. But yeah, that is a normal hit, so it will do double damage in this case. Luckily for me, I used the, uh, got a five on my marble die, and that is melee, so he takes 28 points of damage. Right. Nice. Uh, so Dr. Octopus does not have uh, the damage reduction that is the vulture, so he takes 28 points of damage, which is a very solid hit. Yeah, so when, when Ms. Marvel throws Doreen, it, there's this bundle of fur because she's curled up in her tail, mm-hmm. and then just at the apex of, like right before she, uh, impacts doc ock a fist comes out of it and just lays into his lays into his jaw and then just kind of tumbles back behind him and then lands and skids to her feet excellent so that basically is miss marvel and squirrel girl's actions Mm -hmm. uh which takes us all the way back to the top so we are back to daredevil so did that free me from being trapped by the claws Sure. That make that that makes sense for me cinematically. I'll, I'll say Doc Ock actually like stumbled back a couple steps, so the claws would have come up and then reposition, freeing you. Okay. So then I am going to 
try to build on that momentum of him kind of stumbling backwards. And I am going to do a chain strike, which at the cost of five focus means I can make a close attack with edge on a regular success. They take damage on a marvelous success. They take, I can also make an additional chain strike. And that there's no upper limit. You can keep doing it over and over again. Every time you get a, and you get the edge every time as well. All right, so uh, spending my edge, rolling my first attack. Uh, so that is just a regular. I did not get a one on my middle die, uh, but that is a 10, 17. Okay. All right. So Doc Ock is looking a little worn. He's taking some big hits here, but he is still in well, the that fight. Well, was, that was my to hit. That was, oh. I didn't roll damage yet. <laughs> oh, I thought uh, that was 17 oops. damage. No, no, no. Uh, it's more than that okay right. 15 18 damage okay <laughs> technically more technically. wait my billy club adds a plus one damage multiplier that should already be calculated in your oh okay then 18 i believe so anyways let's say it is. I, I played daredevil when i did the play test and at least there they told me it was okay back to doc ock who again he's he's looking this game doesn't have bloody, but if we did, he'd be there. He's over halfway uh, defeated. But since he's got multiple people around him, he's now going to use his banging heads attack. Oh. Uh, essentially, I make one attack against two of you, and if I hit, I slam you together, and you both take damage. But I make one attack; it has to hit both of you. If it doesn't hit either, if it misses any of you, it misses completely. So this is going to be against Squirrel Girl and Daredevil. I'm at a 13 defense. I got a 21. Holy. Remember when you were complaining about uh, your rolls earlier? Yeah, the they're definitely turning around now. Uh, so I'm assuming that also hits Squirrel Girl. My my Marvel die was a five. Don't you have to roll for, roll against both of us? No, I roll one it's, roll. It's a single it, attack? It goes against both okay. of you. So like if you have different defenses, it could hit one, not the other. As long as it hits both, it, it counts. So you both take full damage. It's not a fantastic success, so you're not knock prone, but that is 34 points of damage. Holy oh. crap. So, clunk, clunk, bam, and then drop you. Someone might want to look up how to spend karma to get health back, because I'm guessing Daredevil (laughs) is close to being out. Daredevil is real close. Doc Ock is, too. Like, you guys have really hurt him already, uh, but he's not there yet. But that brings us to Ghost Spider. Michael, just as a quick note, and we definitely don't go back and fix this, but Fastball Special is a reaction. So we would have also gotten a stand. We would both have gotten standard actions last round, but keep going. It's just for the rules for the audience. Hey, fun stuff. Yeah. I was looking to see if I could dodge, but I can't. From uh, the top of the crane, uh, Ghost Spider is going to try to just continue like keeping Vulture's attention on her. Okay. So that the the others aren't getting too teamed up. Okay. Um, so she is going to, she's just, she's going to try to, uh, do some webcasting to try to, uh, wrap up the, his wings to try to like bring him to the ground. So, yeah. So the same thing. So make an agility test to see if you can wrap him up. 19. 19 will hit. So I'm again going to use, uh, my agility to see if he can break free. Uh, targets 20. I got an 18. So, uh, no, close, but not no cigars, it were. So, yeah, so basically you've webbed both his wings. So he's going to get to the end and then 
fall under and now he's swinging underneath the crane back and forth for the moment he's not up now he will get a chance to break out on each of his turns mm -hmm. but again just for what we're trying to do tonight unless you take forever to take out doc ock he's probably out of the fight but actually technically it's his turn so let me let me try <laughs> i'll give him one shot to see if he can break out i have to roll almost perfectly i have to get a 17 on the dice to break out and i did not get close to that so no so he's still trapped okay that brings us back to Miss Marvel again. I think at this point, um, she is going to say, I see that your arms are long, but mine are even longer. And she's going to go try to go for a long punch at his face. Size doesn't matter. Someone calls out from the crowd. <laughs> is that the per is that Matt's date tonight? Yes, I mean, yes. yeah. <laughs> she's, she's followed along. Who who is now uh, soured on Matt getting his butt kicked and but it doesn't know it's Matt though right right yeah oh good point good point yeah she's getting ready for her date with the hot lawyer dude not Daredevil my role is an eleven all right so that was an attack roll uh yes all right that is going to miss unfortunately so yeah so Doc Ock can brings up his arms and uh, was that an agility attack or a melee attack that was a melee attack. He has an ability to dodge if you do an agility. So, yeah, so he brings up an arm and like deflects your punches. Uh, and he's sort of backing up a little bit as you're coming at him, but nothing lands. Fair enough. All right, Squirrel Girl. I will use my reaction to, while well, he's kind of doing this defending against the long punches to charge him. And then I will try and clobber him to finish the fight. 15. 15 hits. And I rolled a six on my uh, marble die. So that is 33 points of damage as I just come barreling in and just like tail slap him. All right. So, oh, it's a um, ram attack. I'm sorry. So he instantly oh. gets a black eye. Oh, that... Hang on. Hang oh. on. I apologize. I read that wrong. I can, the character could now use their reaction to make a close attack against the enemy if they moved up to, blah, blah, blah. If the attack is success, the character takes regular damage from the impact. Okay, that's fair. I'll take 33. I'm going to knock myself out here okay. is what's going to happen. But he takes double damage. Ooh. <laughs> oh so God. I think she knocks him like unconscious up over and like he ends up like hitting the crane. Like there's a girder up in the air and he like. So if, if you'll allow me the, the yes and, essentially, as he goes flying up, his arms are going to do that thing where they, like, it, it hits, and then they kind of wrap around and then tie themselves into a bow somehow, magically. Oh, that works. So he is completely tied up there, and then, again, the vulture is hanging down. He's like a, like a moth in a spider web just hanging underneath, trying to fight off against it. And, yeah, that more than takes out the rest of the hit points Doc Ock had. So you have successfully defeated the awful... Sinister two crime spree that I was trying to, to work on here. All right. So any final narration? I want to do a little bit of a wrap-up as well, but just so close out this scene. What are your characters doing? Or we can even like jump a little bit to the future, sort of a coda on this adventure. I think you see Kamala sort of pull out a little journal uh from somewhere that you couldn't see that she had it before. She kind of pages through and she's got a little um She's got a little roster of supervillains and she puts a little check <laughs> check next to Doc Ock and uh, Vulture. And she's like, she, she's got a big smile on her face and she puts it away. Excellent. 
All right. And Squirrel Girl, you were currently unconscious, but certainly you can wake up for this. Uh, what do we see you do? How do you wrap things no, up? No, actually, I think that this ends with Squirrel Girl seeing little dance. She's she's not completely unconscious. She's like dazed, almost stunned. And there are little acorns floating around her head. And Tippy Toe is just sitting there trying to catch them. Mm -hmm. And occasionally jumping, like lands on her forehead, jumps again, lands on her chest. You know, just, and that just continues. All right. I love that. Uh, Daredevil, you go on your date. Yeah. So at uh, as the scene, as the fight scene ends, he uses his clubs to kind of push himself up. He his his bells got rung, but not as bad as as the villains. Uh, makes some casual chit chat with with the younger heroes that did all the heavy lifting here. Give them some some accolades and praise and pointers for the future. Obviously. I took a fall to let them mm -hmm. really shine. So I'm giving them some hindsight pointers, pointers on how I... <laughs> so what did you say? Pointers. You think about that date? Uh, yeah, apparently. Uh, about uh, how I would have ended the battle, you know, 10 times faster. Sure. But I, I let them do whatever they wanted to do. And then I, I make sure I get around the corner before I uh, collapse and spit out <laughs> and some blood and limp home and take a long hot shower uh, before I, I meet my date at, uh, at a nice little cafe. Excellent. All right, and then Ghost Spider. Uh, Ghost Spider, after like uh, catch, uh, catching up with the, 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 uh, everyone else, um, she just keeps like just stretching uh, her arms because just being dragged down First Avenue, um, it's not, not always it's different it feels different when you're in control versus mm -hmm. when you're being right. dragged yep. by mm -hmm. uh, a flying uh, action a reaction very different yeah so she's definitely feeling um uh the stiffness of of the fight um so just uh, starts heading back to uh her uh to uh, her place to just collapse for a bit all right probably listening to some tunes along the way oh yeah definitely just uh, just that casual just uh tapping with uh um drumsticks all right well thank you all again for playing anybody watching or listening i hope you enjoyed this was again very pretty much a combat trial of the multi marvel multiverse game uh, I want to go around and give everybody a chance to talk again. If there were any highlights, things you like, something you didn't like or were confused. Again, we may have messed up some of the rules, so be gentle there. Uh, but I'll start with Caleb here. What are your thoughts? First blush on the Marvel multiverse, multiverse game. I like the concept. Uh, it definitely feels like a big, punchy superhero game. I think there's a very nice blending of the stats on the page versus how everything connects with the action, the way things are the multipliers, the way the multiplier is based off of that middle die roll. The only thing I, I kind of don't like is th this 3D6, 616 kind of thing, but I get it conceptually. I mean, it's still 3D6. It's still kind of just like a, a nice randomizer it's thematic for the marvel universe it does integrate into the gameplay mechanics because you're looking at what's rolling on the die and a lot of times mechanically we're like well why does the dice roll matter is it just what you felt like 
creating <laughs> or does it have an impact uh, on really what's going on? And and we definitely have an impact here. So um, it's maybe not the most natural for someone coming from a D20 background and it's a little bit more involved because you got to really pay attention to what you're rolling. It's not just give me a number and add another number, but it's not as complicated as it could be mm-hmm. and as other systems are. And it's fun. All right. I'll take that as a win. Uh, yeah. Daily, your thoughts on the Marvel 616 game? To be fair, uh, I love the Marvel Universe in general, and superhero games are my absolute favorite genre role-playing game that I never get to play. So Michael will has been very kind, but I'm going to out myself. I begged for a spot on this game. <laughs> uh, I heard we were going to play it, and I'm like, please, 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 please. It is probably the best Marvel superhero version since Face Rip. Uh, for anyone who knows what that is, you're as old as I am. Congratulations. I love that the half the book is canonical characters mm-hmm. and that there are rules for making non-canonical characters. I have another favorite superhero world from fiction called Wearing the Cape, and they came out with an RPG that uses fate, and it's to my great shame that I hate fate, so I'm going to roll all those characters into this mm. system and see how it how it plays. Stat-wise, I don't mind the 616 thing or the, the 3D6. For me, this is just like all the age games, Dragon Age, Blue Rose, Fantasy Age, Modern Age. It's the same sort of mechanic without kind of the bonuses. The only thing I'm not sure I like, and this is just because I need to play it more, is how the damage is a multiplier. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I just, I've, I've never liked uh, static damage in a game and just having, you know, 1d6 times something is a little weird, but the fact that damage reduction takes away from the multiplier, I do very much like that. So I need some more time with it. Overall, pretty good with this. Right. I like it. I mean, I bought the book, mm-hmm. so I must really like it. <laughs> As did I. Uh, Chris, let's go to you next. Any thoughts here on the Marvel game? This is more towards like tonight. I probably should have went with something with like a lesser rank because seeing like Ghost Spider as a four, a rank four, just has. I was rolling with a plus six pretty much everything, and so I I felt, I definitely felt like powerful, but like it it also just kind of. I didn't really have many opportunities to fail. Mm-hmm. It felt like um, so it. it that's just a more like getting to know the system. I think um, I like the I like the idea of the three D six. It was just kind of like okay, add look at this number. Okay, is that the right die or is that the right side? Just add a little bit of that um, mental load time, but it it's thematic and it it feels it feels very superheroy. I will say this is one of the few times where I think having the the branded die actually does help because it has the word Marvel yeah, for the one. For sure. So yeah. when I'm rolling, because it's one, it's a different color, it's a different size, and it shows me the Marvel. So it's easier because I'm with you. Like when I, when I played at the Gen Con, I rolled a regular die and it was a one. I had to go, wait, that counts as a six. So uh, not that it's that hard, but it is one extra no. step removed that that does speed things up direct. Uh, uh, certainly. All right. And then Brian. 
Uh, I had a great time. I, I thought this was a lot of fun. Thanks for for running this game. I think that it does a lot of things that, uh, well that I enjoyed, and I, I definitely see myself playing and running this game. I think I can imagine a lot of people um, who are likes you know enjoy some corner or many corners of the Marvel universe who I think would have a fun time playing this. Um, I think. Um, I would, you know, if I were going to play Kamala in a in a campaign, I I think it would be fun to try out some of her different capabilities. She can do things like disguise. She can grow and shrink, and those are things that you see her do in the comics, um, which are cool. There wasn't a chance for her to maybe showcase sure. that here, but um, but I think that was the the only thing is that I've been playing a lot of um, role playing games where a failure results in an interesting complication and i didn't sort of see a good way to creatively do that with some of the Mm. combats here so like you know she stretches out her arm to try to punch doc ock he blocks it nothing interesting happens with that miss um so i i mean i think if i were running it i might really try to think creatively about how i might prepare for some some failures that that sort of lead to complications rather than just plain misses. But right. but anyway, I, I really enjoyed it and um, I, I will play it again. Right. So the, one of the things that I had, I remember saying after my uh, Gen Con uh, trial of it was I played Daredevil in that game and my friend Brandon played Nightcrawler. And I absolutely felt like we did things that felt like I was playing Daredevil and he felt like he was playing Nightcrawler. Some of that was, was good roles. We, we both did a chain attack and it, it works exactly the same. So Nightcrawler does it by bamfing around. Uh, Matt Murdock does it just by quick hits, but we both were able to successfully roll that fantastic success and get to do a couple different attacks. And I just like, that feels to me like a comic book thing. So I definitely mm-hmm. think this game gives you the opportunity, but it is still luck-based because I think a couple of you tried that we never landed it. I tried it with Adrian, didn't land it. Mm-hmm. So I, again, I, I think it just needs more time, but I definitely think that, um, I, I think it lets you feel like a comedy. And to me, that's like the, the best praise I can give it is that if you do actually feel like you're playing a comic book game, and I do feel mm-hmm. like this game does that. I'm sorry, Caleb, did you say something? I spoke over you. I, no, I, I, I was just kind of interjecting real quick that, I mean, I did actually roll a fantastic success on initiative. Uh, yeah. Which, you know, not all that fantastic, but I mean, I handed it off. So maybe Caleb felt fantastic. Eh, Flub the line. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it definitely, it definitely does feel like you're getting to do really cool superhero comic book things. So that's great. Uh, I think, um, I don't know. Being only my first experience with it, other than reading the uh, playtest doc that came out forever ago. And this is a very different game than that playtest. Play oh my God. So incredibly different. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think it, it's, I think it's definitely got a, a very good fast flow that mimics that comic book feel that you want. So that's important. It's not bogging you down with a ton of, weird minutia or like a ton of charts you have to compare or things Mm -hmm. like that. So that's good. And there are, again, there are some rules I'm sure I didn't handle correctly, but there are some things where like the rank 
becomes important, like comparing rank to other rank. I think that can modify your dice. And there's some other things that probably uh, in a longer game would come out so that those rank four characters would actually feel more powerful than a rank two or rank three. But uh, for tonight, I wanted to let you guys punch some people. And I thought fighting Doc Ock would be kind of cool. I had a good time running. Hopefully you had a good time playing. Hopefully those at home oh, yeah. had a good time watching and listening. Uh, so one more time around the horn, any final thoughts about the game? and then roll into who you are and where people can find you, Brian. Uh, make mine Marvel. I had a good time. Uh, you can find me on the socials, uh, Blue Sky and Twitter for at least a little while, and um, and Macedon at Brian BPK. Fantastic. Kaylee? Again, I want more of this, and uh, if I can, anybody wants to run a campaign in it or even a one-shot, I'm on board. Uh, you can find me on all the socials at Anime Girl, mostly Blue Sky and TikTok at this point. Catch Caleb and I tomorrow night for a two-person version of Identico, mm -hmm. as one member of our team is captured and the other one is passed out drunk uh, in his hotel room. So uh, it's just going to be the two of us uh, probably getting into some hijinks, and that'll be uh, kind of interesting, too. So. Fantastic. Caleb. Yeah, uh, I like this. I definitely want to give it a shot to see how it feels in different types of combat and also different types of the other pillars of gaming, how exploration works, how social stuff works. Um, I, I definitely would enjoy digging into it more. It was definitely fun. I'm on the socials at the Caleb G. As Kaylee said, you can hear me every week over on the Identico stream every Tuesday at uh, six west coast nine east coast yeah caleb runs one of those streams he's he's the game runner i he's very special nah no not you uh, are and chris as the fan of superheroes i definitely enjoyed this and i would definitely play either in a campaign or another one one shot uh, so i had a great time you can find me on Twitter at sky underscore writer 19. Uh, as for myself, of course, I'm still on the socials at the RPG Academy pretty much everywhere. Uh, so this was what we call the sample adventures. Again, we cheated because there was no sample adventure. But what we normally do here every other week on Mondays is we live stream a one shot of a various game using the included core sample adventure if there is one it could be from a setting uh from a quick start that kind of thing we've already got a couple dozen of these that we've done we've got like 40 or 50 more that we're working on uh, i know we have a, an, an og star trek coming out the og characters we're going to try to really deep dive into that one plenty more uh, you can find all of our stuff on uh, audio only podcast on our feed or over on YouTube. Uh, and then if you want to come to Dayton, Ohio in November, we run a small gaming convention called Acaticon. It's a terrible name for a great convention. Kickstarter is running now. Hopefully we'll see you in November. And just before we go, we will say what we always say here at the RPG Academy is if you're having fun, you're doing it, doing right. it right. right. Thanks. And we'll see you next time. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>